Hey everyone, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I am so excited that you joined me for another episode of the podcast. We're coming off Holy Week, Easter weekend, and I hope you guys had an amazing time despite the circumstances that are at hand, that you were able to gather with your family and the people that matter most, even by using technology. I hope it was a great time. I'm still holding on to what God told me that we're just going to take this week by week, sometimes day by day, hour by hour to be fully dependent on him. So whether this is your first time listening to the podcast or you've been chilling with us for a while, I'm so glad you're here. Today feels kind of like a turning point for Still With You because for the first time I am speaking with a professional artist. I've always been fascinated by people who can take materials and create a masterpiece. You guys might remember from season two, my friend Vanessa Mays with The Global Corner. She spoke on episode 37, which is totally worth your attention if you want to go back and listen. She connected me with a dear friend of hers who has also become a very special friend to me, Reese Foyer. I am so excited for her to be speaking and sharing with you guys today. Reese Foyer was born in Huntsville, Alabama and has lived all over the United States from Louisiana, Colorado, Virginia to the beautiful Florida beaches where she now calls home. As I sat with Reese in her beautiful cabin, which is her living space and also her home studio, she had her front door partially open so I could feel the breeze off the front porch coming into her living room. And just like feeling the wind, you can feel the touches of her southern roots, her artisan family, and her love for nature in her work. It is truly evident. But even more than this, besides the fact that she is so gifted in her craft, what I love most about Reese is her honesty. Much like the sacred hearts that she loves to put on canvas, she is open to sharing her story. Her experiences of walking through divorce, motherhood, heartbreak, and learning how to live again bleed into her everyday work and relationships. Hearing her talk about the kindness of Jesus and how he saves her and how she has a passion for getting in the word of God just truly encouraged me. It's interesting because a lot of the pieces that Reese uses to create artwork she finds in the most unexpected places. She'll comb the beach and pick up pieces of trash that's been tossed aside and she rescues them and makes them into something even more beautiful. That sounds a lot like the work of my God, the one who never tosses us aside and who always has a big purpose for our life. Not only am I and Vanessa a big fan of Reese's work, but she's also been embraced by the local community, having her artwork featured in Gallery Night, V Magazine, Potential Magazine, and also on display in various places around Pensacola like the Public Library in Gulf Breeze and Urban Objects. You just never know where her incredible pieces are going to pop up. You all are going to love my conversation with this amazing friend who I am so grateful for. Please welcome to Still With You, Reese Foyer. Reese, I am so excited to have you here. By the way, you're the first artist that we've ever had on the podcast. What? I know we've had artists in working with music. I haven't had someone who can take something on a canvas or make something with their hands and just create beauty. I'm so privileged. Thank you for having me. Well, it's an honor. (laughs) Like, I'm super excited. Can you share a little bit about where you're from Sure, let's see. I was born in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, the youngest of six children. That's where my mother lived. So my dad's from New Orleans, so I'm kind of 
half New Orleans, half Alabama. Southern girl for sure. We lived there until um, I was in about fifth grade. And um, dad decided he needed to start making some more money because he had six kids to feed. Mom wanted to be a teacher, so she had gone back to school. He um, ended up working out in the computer business that was in Huntsville. He just started chasing contracts, hiring people to work the government's computers. That just led us to moving different places when I was younger. New Orleans, Denver, Virginia, here, and several places a couple of different times. It was a lot of fun. Is there someone you liked living most? Maybe the place that influenced you the most? Oh, here. Pensacola? Yeah, here. They had decided they wanted to retire Yeah, at a certain point, and this is where we used to vacation. We came on down to the beach, never mm, left. Yeah. Great place to live. Through your art, you can mm. see touches of New Orleans, touches of living in the country like Alabama. My heart is here. Just the people, the community, the lifestyles, the water, the food. The the community has completely embraced you. You have been featured. I'm very blessed. Yeah, in Potential Magazine, Gallery Night on Paul Fox Street, like V Magazine. Like, what's that been like for you receiving such attention and well-deserved, completely deserved with all of the beautiful work that you do? And what's that like with them spotlighting you? It's an honor. Definitely an honor. It's a little bit embarrassing. You know, I'm a little shy. I'm kind of a shy person. It's been great. What's not to love about being accepted for who you really are and to be able to do the things that I've been able to do and share it with everybody, Mm -hmm. friends that I'm close to and people that I don't even know. You have a collection in the public library at Escambia County. It's beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun to see the kids doing their homework under the paintings. Yeah. and having somebody come up to me and say, wow, what does this mean? What is that? And, you know, just to be able to talk to people about pieces that might be a part of one larger painting. You know, everybody makes a connection in a different way. It just kind of comes out of me, and I'm so glad people accept it. Man, what a gift. What was Thank your you. first artistic creation? Oh, like, my goodness. <laughs> how did you know that this is uh, it? The first piece I really remember making, I think it was in time we lived in Evergreen, Colorado. I think it was about fifth grade, and it was a crane. We were making watercolor no not watercolor it was a a print of animals creatures some kind of theme like that and it was a crane which I still love to do today it's it's very prevalent in a lot of my work explain what print means if you don't mind when you take a piece of material like today we're going to use a styrofoam plate and you just carve out an image into that material it can be styrofoam it can be cardboard it can be metal I mean it just depends on what your base is carve your image into it and then you ink it up so you roll ink onto Mm -hmm. this main base press that into paper I mean that's a very basic explanation, but there's a million different ways to do it. That's pretty much it. Then you pull the paper off the material for your base, and then you have this image. Well, I'm excited. That's the one I remember doing first. I'm sure there were probably scribbles on walls or things that had done it at a younger age. But what was the moment where you were like, this is more than a hobby? Did it happen (laughs) in college? Because like, I know that you went to Auburn, and because I feel like there's a lot of people who are teetering on the edge of where they're like, okay, is this just a really fun hobby, or is this something that I'm supposed to go deeper in? So that's a really good question. I um, graduated from high school here in Gulf Breeze and was going to Auburn. There was no choice of where else I was going. All of us have been to Auburn. Oh yeah, your family. Yeah, My mom and dad went to Auburn. My mom's mom went to Auburn when it was, I think, the Polytechnic Institute. You know, my dad's like, you can go anywhere else, but you're going to have to pay for it. So I was like, okay, Auburn, (laughs) War Eagle, which is, I'm so glad I did. Yeah. And I just kind of 
floundered around for a couple of years. Couldn't figure out what I wanted to do, was not serious about anything, going to a lot of the parties, and actually kind of made my way back home because of partying too much, and started waiting tables at the golf course here in Gulf Breeze. Somewhere along that way, decided I wanted to learn how to make jewelry. The only place that offered that around here was PJC. Now it's Pensacola State. You know, I started taking classes, and one thing led to another. I started actually going to class, getting straight A's, and enjoying it. And I was kind of okay at it. It was the first time I felt like I had ever really belonged somewhere. Put some roots into it because we did move so much when I was little. I was so used to just hopping around from one thing to the other. And I came home and told my parents, I'm ready to go back to Auburn. I think at that point I had paid them back some of the money I had spent at school. My teachers actually urged me to keep taking classes in art. And when I told my dad, love him dearly, he asked me if I was on drugs. <laughs> I was like, what about this creative spirit? You know, come on, dad. Which is actually ironic because in my family, we're all artistic. We're builders, we're woodworkers, we're watercolorists, we're yeah. interior designers. And even my dad, when, when they were really broke, he would sell these really cool plaques out at the end of the highway. He'd have to glue it all together and age it and make it look really unique. And that was a lot of extra cash for them. Finally, they agreed to let me go and I was just off to the races. Straight A's and went to class. Before long, I was out of there. I love that your instructors and professors encouraged you. You know, I can't say enough about Pensacola State College. You know, it's a small school. Yeah. And it was just sort of an incubator for creating an atmosphere to help you make it. Michael Bowles is the sculpture teacher up there. Mm -hmm. He's phenomenal. I mean, he never told me no. He looked at me like I was a little crazy, but he always helped me figure out what it is I was trying to make. You know, those are the people we all need in our life. Yeah. Hopefully somebody steps up and helps you get to that next level of where you need to be. I am all for people (laughs) who see other people's gifts Mm -hmm. or what they can be and to call them higher. I don't think I would have done some of the stuff I have done if it hadn't been for people to champion me. Yeah. I love that word. Yes. We all need champions, don't we? Yeah. Come alongside and call me to a place I wasn't, but they're like, you can get there. Keep going. This is exactly where you need to be. Walk me through what God was doing when you're learning that this is something you want to do and you're good at. It's an interesting thing. My parents were spiritual, but not really religious. Dad was an altar boy at the cathedral in New Orleans. And mom never really talked about religion that much. You know, she was always just like, be good, do good. And there were so many of us running around. We didn't go to church on Sunday. God was not somebody that I had a relationship with, really, until I got divorced. That's where it all started with him. You said to me before that, like, art and God saved you. I was married for 16 years. We just kind of got into the motions of being parents, two daughters. And, you know, one thing led to another 16 years later. It was just time to move on. I don't don't know what the best way to put it is. We had grown apart, so it was time to go grow somewhere else. I was just so stuck, so broken at that point. Oh, this is where I start crying. Dang it, Coley. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It was kind of like um, Vanessa, our friend Vanessa that we have. Yeah, <laughs> who everyone knows her from the podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, being on with the Global Corner oh God, episode. So yeah. Great. She had just called me up one day. She said, okay, that's it. You're getting out of bed. Come on. It's time to go. Time to get back to living, you know? And that's what we did. Somewhere along the way, I was was able to move out and had this beautiful place to move into. And uh, man, I just started praying. (laughs) I just started praying and it never stopped. (laughs) That was really fun. Again, one thing led to another. My friend Jade gave me my first Bible (laughs) and started going to church. And didn't Vanessa buy you a paint set? Didn't she buy you supplies and was like, this is what you're born to do. You need to do it. Yeah. You know, she's been a friend of mine for 
I don't know how many years now, many, many years. And um, she's bought pieces of mine all along the way. Yeah. Big supporter of mine. One of my biggest cheerleaders. Oh, she I is. She's a natural yeah, encourager. I, <laughs> she is. I have a few friends, like a handful of friends that they're always there for me. And they've seen me go through all of this, as great friends do. She just literally came and got me out of the bed, got me the art supplies, got the money I needed to buy more art supplies. And she's like, this, this is ridiculous. You're getting out of bed. We're up. We're moving. I'm so blessed to have those people. I don't know what I would have done without them. And like I said, I, I don't know what I would have done without the Holy Spirit coming into my life. Yeah. Changed me. Mm-hmm. I went from barely putting one foot in front of the other. You know, you feel like a lead weight to now. It's been three years. Looking forward to getting up and going to church on Sunday. Yeah. At 9 a.m. I was going at 11 because I could hang out a little bit longer. You know, chill out. But now I like going at 9 mm-hmm. because I get to go hear what the pastor has to say. Yeah. Because you learn something new every time you go. And you started listening to your Bible on audio. I try to set a schedule every day. Yeah. I think that's helped me a lot as well. Can't just have my pity party in the bed till whatever time. I got to get up. Every other week I have my kids, so I got to get, had to get on some kind of a schedule. But I picked, uh, well, it picked me. It's Daily Audio Bible. Okay, we'll link to it in the show notes for yeah, people to go to. his name to. is Brian, and he's awesome. I it, You're right. Just listening to this has made the biggest difference for me. You know, it's like a half an hour, you know, maybe a little bit more at the most. And then they have people that can call in for prayer at the end. When I first started listening, you know, I was just like, oh my God, I got to sit here and listen to all these prayers. And then I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, just started listening more and more to people's prayers. And I'm like, man, these people have real problems. You know, maybe I don't have so many problems. Maybe it's not as bad as I think. And then it's like, I start praying for them too. You know, it's just like, amazing. it's amazing what God can do in your life. Yeah. You know, if you really open your heart and start paying attention to what's going on. I don't think I see the world like you do. Yes, I do believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm also not the person who you're walking down the beach and you're seeing trash that people have left and you're making art into it. Being a follower of Jesus, being an artist, do you feel like you sense the world differently than other people? I think it all just depends on what your story is. Where's your compassion coming from? What have you been through? What what your experiences are? You know, we, we all only can go through this life with what we know and what we're open to. I think God just has a way of giving you what you need at the right time to be able to get through that next moment. Does that make any sense? Totally makes sense and even leads into my next question is when people go to visit the work that you've done online, in person, Mm -hmm. you have trends of different symbols that you've used. For example, like Mm -hmm. you sometimes will draw snakes. Yeah. Can you explain a little bit about that and then about like the heart symbol? And I know that it has a specific name and I'm I'm goofing it up on what it's exactly called. Oh, the Sacred Heart. Yeah, the Sacred Heart. The snake series came around the same time as the heart series. I love this idea of good and evil, heaven and hell, life and death. I, I just think that's everything. It's I mean, all real. It's, it's all we're, real. We're walking through and it. <laughs> we all experience it, even if it's in our own way. The snake, it's so scary. It's so scary to so many people. And I really took that on because I wanted to get through it. I wanted to walk through what it was like to really do some research on snakes. You know, I've got a whole thing on my Pinterest page that's all different snakes. Talking to my kids about it. You know, maybe not so much the biblical version of the snake, Mm -hmm. you know, which is huge. I mean, that's a huge image in itself in the Bible. Why does it scare us? You know, Mm -hmm. should it scare us? Can we just learn from it? Can we learn how to to love the snake, you know, and get over this fear? It's helped me a lot, you know, and I actually take that image and then I add things onto it that make them a little bit prettier to me. Put a flower on them or, you know, that might sound silly, but man, it helped me a lot. Yeah. At least it did till I saw one in the yard (laughs) yard this past summer. (laughs) 
And I don't think I've ever jumped that high. So, oh, wow. You know, I'm still working on it. It's a work in progress. Reminds me. It's just fear. Like fear. That's yeah. Fear's huge, isn't it? Uh-huh. Fear will really make you shut down. Yeah. You know, that's what happened to me in my marriage. I totally shut down. It's almost like I just put myself in the timeout corner for a long time and went through the motions raising my kids. It happens to so many people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, why couldn't I just switch that in my head and take it on and and work through it just like with the snake image. But with the hearts, the hearts were healing for me. I had a broken heart. When I started doing the hearts, they just made me feel better. I love the image. It's universal. Anybody will know heart when they see it. I never get tired of it. There's a million things you can say with one little simple drawn heart. It's mainly what I put in my kids' lunches. When you write the little note, you know, you send them to school. or Your daughters are absolutely beautiful, by the way. You're doing such a good job of being a good mom. Thank you so much. That's been a really good challenge going through the divorce. And my dad died the same time I got divorced. And that was really hard for all of us. And you don't realize how hard it's going to be on them too. You know? Gosh. Take it, Colleen. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Quit making me cry. Didn't you say you used to draw, you would just find yourself drawing them? Yeah, just out of it was nowhere? the weirdest thing. Yeah, I would just kind of zone out. Depression would make you do weird things and I'd lose track of time and I'd just kind of come to and I'd be drawing a heart or making heart out of leaves, rocks. You know, I see them in the clouds all the time. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like God saying, hey, it's mm. okay. Oh, can we talk good? about the clouds for a second? I feel like we sometimes are so busy and I feel like we miss messages through clouds. Absolutely. I feel like it is God's Twitter page. I love you. Like, I'm here for you. Like, this is what I want you to know. And I think we miss it. And so that's something I'm trying to be better at. Why not make time to look? Like, I did it as a kid, and I loved it. Where did that go? Yeah. I love clouds. Yeah, me too. My kids and I will just sit there, and we'll do, you know, driving down, well, not driving. It's dangerous to drive and look at clouds. (laughs) Sunroof. (laughs) Sunroof style. (laughs) Anyway, it's, I love clouds. They're actually in several of my paintings. One I'm working on right now, actually, so that's funny. It all kind of, everything connects. Okay, I'm not from the South, so I always forget what that symbol is called. The one from New Orleans. The Florida Lee. I was just going to say that. Yes, yeah, Florida Lee. Well, that's very French. My, my family, you know, from my dad's side is Cajun. When you think like the Saints, New Orleans Saints. What do, you, yeah. what do you think of when you think of New Orleans? It's just one of those images, just like the heart. They're universal. I love that you embrace that side too, the French side of your heritage, yeah. that you let it spill over into your work. They need to go visit your website and check out all your social media pages and come see see it in person when you do a show and have things out to be on display like it's very interactive and so just cool to see like I love (laughs) that (laughs) yeah I I absolutely mean that how do you actually fill your days like what does a typical day look like for you well let's see if I don't have my kids it's a it's a little more structured I like to get up at 444 Oh my gosh. Just love that number. Really? <laughs> You're an it. early I'm riser. A, I'm an early bird. Always have been. Just within the like, last six months, started meditating. Mm-hmm. I'll just take like 10 minutes out, 20 minutes out, and just, you know, get up and come sit on the sofa. 10, 20 minutes. I actually try to just shut my mind down. You know, it's really nice because it's that morning time and you're still sleepy and it's quiet. Then I'm up. Usually the dog wants to go outside and I'm on to the DAB. 
mm-hmm. you know, listening to the morning Bible reading and uh, started that the first. I'm trying to get through the first full year with them. Oh, you'll do it. I know it's you will. Hey, stick with day, me. I'll so, encourage you. Oh my gosh. I yeah, love. I know. <laughs> I've got an I'll army of people <laughs> I'm like encouraging. I love it. Let's yeah. get in the word. It's awesome. It really is. It's a lot of fun actually. Is, and yeah. what I love about Brian is at the end of it, I don't know if other people do it. I don't haven't, you know, don't know much about others, but he says, I'm Brian and I love you. Mm-hmm. It's just the sweetest thing. It's like, how nice is that? For, I don't think people take enough time out these days to just say, I don't think people hear that. I love you. Yeah. You know, or pat on the back or got a new day. Let's keep going. My friend Kelsey, she and the listeners know about this if they listen to season two. She did a free hug challenge downtown Pensacola. She met a man who had not had a hug in two years. What? Two years. Oh my goodness. How does that even happen? How does it happen? Isn't that crazy? Why? Yeah. So it's a real thing, you know. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm glad. Was she the one that actually gave him the hug? She gave him two (gasps) hugs after that. She's like, she's like, you're overdue. I was like, yeah, he is overdue. Oh, wow. Yeah. So anyway, no, like you are right. People don't hear it. Yeah, yeah, I think that, that would help, help everybody a lot more these days if we could all just be yeah. a little nicer. You, you know? seem to you live a, in a style of where you're very like an embrace to people. You barely knew me, and you were very open to sharing I am, your. I am open. Yeah, and I, think and I, I, I love scare that. People sometimes. Oh, but don't I'm don't. Just then, like they're not your people. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Not my village. <laughs> <laughs> not my village. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm all about being nice and being friendly. It's hard enough to get through these times. Well, that's how Jesus was. Yeah, You're right? The people. I know. He did some things that I don't even know. If, I don't know. Oh, we, we, <laughs> I couldn't do it either. No, I couldn't. Like, but, but I give hugs, you know, I give hugs and I try to support my friends and, you know, they support me. I mean, the more you give, the more you get as far as love is concerned. And I didn't have that for a long time. Bring it on. I'm ready. For sure. It's been a long road. So sure. when you're done meditating and you've got the dog oh. out, are you uh, working in the studio? How does that work? After that, usually I'll take the dog out and mm-hmm. we go for a good long walk. Yeah, get yes. in nature. Yes. And I'm usually drawing by then. Yeah. Drawing or painting till about nine-ish. Do you keep many projects going at once, or are you one and done? About three. If I do more than three, I get way sidetracked. I get overwhelmed. If I have three going, and hopefully they're all kind of connected in some way, maybe with the supplies or with the the message or the theme, something like that, it's just a nice number for me. I've tried to do just one at a time, and I get bored. Mm-hmm. And then I'm anywhere between 9 and 11. Sometimes I might go lay down for a minute. Well, for, yeah, if you're up at 4 a.m. minutes or 30 minutes or something, you know, just rest my eyes. My mom always called it. I got to go rest my eyes for a minute. And then I'm back up again, going to meetings or whatever errands need to be run, or whatever else is going on. Do you find ever when you wake up, you don't want to paint and you know you have to because this is your job, right? <laughs> yes. That was last Christmas doing the pet portraits. Yeah. I had, to, I had taken on a lot of portraits. Yes. When we had intended for this recording, I was like, tell them you do pet portraits because they're amazing. <laughs> and now we're like, yes, yeah, she still does pet portraits, but you are going to have to be very elite to get in there right now because she's overworked. I burned myself out of pet portraits. But it's worth waiting Christmas. for people. So don't go anywhere else. Yeah. Last Christmas, I don't even know how many I did. It was a lot. And I got them done in a very short period of time. It just burned me out. Mm-hmm. I love them too. I love the animals. Oh my I love gosh. They're beautiful. I, I prefer it if I can go meet them in person and sort of get an idea of the personality. Yeah. Because I think that helps a lot with, mm-hmm. with the final product. But I just, I'm, I'm on break. I'm on break right now. I have a couple people that want me to do some for them and I'm thinking about it. 
Get on her waiting list. Send them to me, and then I'll vet them. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, good. Well, will you be my manager, please? Okay, I'll, I'll vet the pet portrait portion. I don't know what I'm doing with anything else. Awesome. Where can people find some of your work besides the places that I mentioned, like the library? Uh, right now, I'm in Urban Objects. Yes! Well, they just moved. Yeah, I know they moved. So they've moved to Rock Hard Jewelry Store, which is just north on Power Are Pops. you selling your work there? Uh, as far as I know, yes. Okay, cool. Like I said, okay. she's just got to set up, and then... I need to go visit and see what's going on down there. And that's it. I don't have it anywhere else. I've got a couple clients I'm working with on, on private projects. And I've been shadowing a real estate agent. Awesome. I know, right? I, I just thought it might, might be a good little, just throw something else in there. And I'm thinking about taking my test. So, hey, we'll see how that works I've heard out. that is a hard test, but I've heard I've that heard it is hard. worth <laughs> doing, too. Though, it's hard. Um, my mother-in-law does that. And I have another friend, Chase, is in that. If you need help, I, can, I think I got some people Thank that will you. help you. That's awesome. You're going to do great. We're going to be praying for you and you're going to kill it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I know that there are people who are listening who have a blank wall. And so let's get some of your work on it. Yeah. So if you own a small business or you have a place in your home, why not? That's the fun thing for me. People could put anything on that wall. And I'm so grateful. Clients that buy from me Mm -hmm. and repeat buyers have a lot of repeat customers. That amazes me. Blows my mind because literally they could put anything they want on those walls. I mean, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but... Oh, you can brag here. They could just... They come back and tell me what a difference it makes. Wish I could let them know what a difference it makes for me just mm-hmm. to be a part of their home. I, I mean, it just that really blows my mind. Because the home is such a special place. It is. And what we let on our walls, I believe it makes who we are. In our previous house when we lived on base, there'd be some things that I put up and I felt like I did it out of obligation. And I'm like, why did I put that up if it doesn't have any meaning to it? Only things that have meaning go up in my house now. There you go. It's fantastic. I can't believe you gifted me a piece from one of your series today. Of course. Enjoy it. And if you don't want to hang it on your wall, you don't have to. I know exactly where I'm going to put it. I actually have a space for it. Perfect that size. That's in my office. And thank you. It's so funny because because on the sacred heart that you gave me, it has a bunch of gold accented stars on Mm -hmm. it. This past fall, I went through a really hard time where I walked away from a job that I thought was going to be really good. It did nothing but burn me. I felt like the Lord said that I was like in a refining season and I'd come out, I'd be stronger and I'd be like gold. Gold (laughs) things have been popping up everywhere and it's just like such a reminder of just how good he is. The fact that I have a painting from you with like gold, literally gold stars. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Cole, you crack me up. Isn't that funny how things just come full circle like that? God always has a way of putting these little symbols in front of us, which is exactly pieces I pick up and put in the paintings. I know we talked about a little bit, but you really do go out in nature and find things and add them to your work. Why is that important to you? It's something I've always done. I feel like they're little gifts, you know, gifts from God. And I just think some of them need to be saved. And I think they need to be put together with some other pieces. And then they make a more complete piece. It's Mm -hmm. just like life. I spoke this to you before and you're like, everyone always says this, you're a butterfly. And I think you have been born again. And I think that you just see it everywhere. Something that we'd see in the natural and you're like, that has such potential. It can grow, spread swings in a new way. I think you have that gift. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You're like Um, a butterfly. You are. <laughs> oh, My what is it? for this year is um, transformation. Yeah, I feel like we're all going through transformations all the time. You just have to be aware of it. I think I'm just so grateful finally coming out of what I've just been through. I feel like I'm finally to the point where I can move forward and become whatever it is God has plans for me to be. Yeah. And appreciate it. I'm so grateful. 
just appreciate every day, every opportunity. We need joy. The world needs so much more joy in it. I'm so honored to know you and that Vanessa connected us. That's a fun connection. I know. I believe that God has like big plans too. I hope that like this year with your that being your word, like transformation, like I feel like he's going to do something really big this year and I'm really excited to see. And Thank you. Yeah. You're so sweet. Is there anything that you would like to share before I ask you the final question? I would just like to thank you for having me on your show. This is the coolest thing. I've never done this before. So what a great experience. Seems so easy. I've never had an artist on and so I told you I have a thing for like loving <laughs> first of many experiences. You're welcome on here anytime. Like all you have to do is say the word, you're here. So Reese, the name of the podcast is called Still With You. And so yes. I would love to know where is God still with you? For me, it means that he's the same. He's with us all the time. When I first started really going to church, pastor mentioned lifting the veil looking back on, on my marriage and all that, it was kind of like I was blind to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just doing what I thought I was supposed to be doing. And like the song Amazing Grace. Have you ever just read through the words of Amazing Grace? I actually have, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's the best song. I was blind, but now I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. And I feel like God's timing is everything. I'm ready to pay attention yeah. to what he's trying to tell me. When there's more pain, there's more room for God to do what he does best. Mm. I know that we keep tossing around thank yous, but I mean it. Thanks so much for this. I'm just so thankful for you for this opportunity to come babble on your podcast. You are not a babble, and you gave me a painting today. Getting to meet Reese has been one of the highlights of my year, and I am so excited for post-COVID-19 so I can go hang out with her again. Guys, she was so sweet in giving me a piece from her Sacred Heart collection. So the painting I have hanging up in my office is one of five of the Sacred Hearts, and I've been thinking a lot this week about where the other hearts are going to go and what homes they might be hanging in, and I don't know, I get super sentimental about those things. But I love how art in many ways brings people together. And I'm so thankful for friends like Reese who remind us of that. If you would like to connect with her, I have all the ways that you can do so. You can visit RecycledArt.com. So that's Reese's name and then Cycled, A-R-T, Art.com. And you can go to her website to look at many of the pieces that she has created. Please reach out to her for pet portraits, a potential live painting event where you can gather with friends and get creative or if you have an empty wall and you want to provide a home for a beautiful painting Reese is your person again you can go to ReeseCycledArt.com or you can find Reese on social media her handle is Reese Fourier all of these links will be in the show notes of this episode for you to find you can go to my website ColeyBrowning.com or you can always connect with me through social media my handle is ColeyBrowning you guys know by now I love to hang out with friends and I am so thankful to those of you who've been reaching out to me for virtual coffee dates. It is making my heart so happy to find some rhythm of normalcy. So to all my friends who've been hanging with me via FaceTime, via Zoom, you guys are awesome. Let's continue to get together, pray for one another, worship. I love how God is using this time to teach us how to rest, but also how to connect and remember the things that matter most. I've been thinking still a lot about Matthew 18, 20, where two or three or more gather that he is there. I can't get that off my mind. As you all know, the music you are listening to in the background is from my sweet friend, Lily Gray. Guys, if you haven't checked out her music 
would you move on over to Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you stream? Find her album, It's All Beautiful, right here, and just keep it playing. Plus, she just opened her own record company. So congratulations, sister. Lily, I am so proud of you. Her interview is coming up amongst other friends that I am so excited for you to meet. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, give it a follow on Spotify, leave a review so others can join and can continue to be encouraged by the beautiful love of Jesus. Again, I want to thank Reese so much for her time and my beautiful painting. I'm looking at it right now and and I'm so thankful for her generosity and I'm also thankful for you guys listening. Truly, I could not continue this podcast journey without you and I would not want it any other way. Week by week, day by day, hour by hour, go out into this world and be bold, be brave, be you and remember that he is still with you. I